Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to talk about foreplay, the do's and don'ts, just a couple do's and don'ts. I came across this article on Maxim around foreplay, do's and don'ts, because this is what I do on a daily basis. I just randomly type into my Google search, sex problems, men problems, what are men looking for, (laughs) what do men want as I drink my coffee and live a normal life. (laughs) Um, No, but it's it's interesting and it's really helpful and I wanted to share it with you and kind of expand upon these do's and don'ts. So when it comes to a lot of guys, at least the guys I've worked with um, and, and most men I've spoken to and have been with, they don't, for the majority of the time, don't understand how essential foreplay is to creating a positive, amazing sexual relationship with someone, whether that's a long-term relationship, whether it's short-term, whatever the case may be, foreplay is the answer. You got to remember women are like, women are like ovens and take a while to heat up. We love the anticipation. We love the buildup of the warming of the heating (laughs) and men are more like microwaves. It's kind of like beep, 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 five seconds later. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Let's go. Um, So it's just way different uh, the majority of the time in that sense. And uh, it's important for you guys to know that because if you can look at her perspective and understand her body from that perspective, it's like, all right, well, I got to start warming her up. If I want to have a good sexual relationship with her, what am I doing to warm her up versus just throw sex into the question out of nowhere Um, where she's most likely going to say no or just not be turned off enough to participate in it. So if you're, if you're getting like sexually rejected to this extent, go back to the question of how often am I initiating foreplay and is it the foreplay that she wants? You know, do I know my partner enough or have I tried to understand her enough to know what warms her up in order to get her heated and ready to go? So let's just cover a couple do's and don'ts on this Maxim article. You don't, the first don't when it comes to foreplay is you don't want to rush. So like I said, women are like ovens, take a while to heat up. And foreplay is all about that anticipation. It's all about that, oh, like, I can't wait for it. It's going to come. It's going to be great. You know, like when you think about life, the journey, it's not the destination, it's the journey, (laughs) right? And it's kind of like whenever you appreciate, whenever you have something you, you look back on in your life, like and you appreciate this like outcome or uh, the outcome, it always, what makes you proud about the outcome is always the process, right? Like what was the journey to getting there? That's what really makes you feel something. You know, it's like, shit, that took seven years and that was total sacrifice and dedication. Man, like I put in seven years working on that or like working towards that. Like that's amazing. Like that's what makes this outcome so great. It, so I'm trying to like get your business mindset. <laughs> like most of you guys are uh, are running your businesses or you have more of that type of mindset where it makes sense. And relate that to sex for a woman where it's like most of the excitement and the pleasure is in that foreplay. It's in 
that journey to getting to the sexual experience. So if she's not getting any of that, and that that is like the majority of the sexual experience for her, it's she's not going to be thrilled being like thrown on this. Hey, do you want to have sex right now? Like, no. Where's my Where's the journey? Like, that's the end result is not how I see sex or how I find sex pleasurable. It's that journey to getting there. So it's about building that anticipation, and it's about teasing her to the point where she does beg you and she's so ready to go. And then you don't have the insecurity of wondering, like, does she want it? Um, and I, I feel like this is why so many guys question whether or not their their wives, girlfriends, um, whether they want sex or not with them. And they're afraid to ask and they're afraid to get rejected because they're unsure if she's warmed up. If you're unsure as to whether she's warmed up, I would ask yourself, like, what have I been doing to warm her up? You know? Um, so... So don't rush. Foreplay is about the anticipation. You know, it's anticipation in terms of teasing her physically. It's an, it's the anticip- anticipation of teasing her verbally, you know, with flirting, with small touches, um, saying certain things, maybe like making more like dirty jokes and looking her up and down when you say it, um, buying her flowers, you know, also more the romantic style of anticipation. Um you know, taking her, telling her you're going to take her out to her favorite restaurant at the end of the week, or even that you're just going to like take her for ice cream and have like an interesting conversation, but you're not going to tell her what it's about until Friday. You know, like doing little things like that too is more the emotional side of foreplay, right? It's not so sexual. It's not so physical, but it's still foreplay because you're building this anticipation that leads to her, um, wanting you romantically and therefore sexually, right? Or eventually sexually. Um, So take your time, gauge her reactions, and once you are clear that you're doing the right foreplay, the kind that she likes, you're going to be rejected a lot more when it comes to sex itself, right? So don't rush the foreplay and do it and gauge her reactions so that you learn what her process is. All right, let's go to the do. So you do want to mix it up. All right, like you want to learn her body and you want to learn a few ways that she gets warmed up, but don't do the same thing every single time. You know, don't be like, oh, let's go to your favorite restaurant this week and you think that's going to get you sex like every single time. So you want to mix it up and, and keep it spicy, right? Like that's what makes a partnership sexy is like the novelty, the newness. What is new? You know, when your partner puts on a wig and all of a sudden you're super turned on and you're like, oh shit, like you look so fucking hot in that wig. <laughs> like all she did was put on a wig, you know, but because there's novelty, because there's something new to her, she becomes more sexually appealing to you because it's different, it's spicy, you're spicing it up, you're changing it up. So it's the same thing, you know, when it comes to foreplay with her, mix up the foreplay, you know, like mix it up, do different things. Um, if she likes, you know, having her hair pulled on, then that can be like the physical one. When you go to make out with her, like grab her hair a tiny bit and like give it tiny little pull or whatever, like just to start warming her up for the sexual experience. Maybe, you know, the next time you're warming her up a few couple weeks later or whatnot, next week, um, you can do something that's more like smacking her butt when you walk by, if you guys are at that level. Maybe you're not at that level and you just say, you're just saying certain compliments that you know she really enjoys to hear, you know, and that's your thing. Um, so mix it up, mix it up. And going back to another don't is don't assume. 
Um, sorry. <laughs> Don't assume. Um, we know that, I mean, women know you, you know what you're doing, but it's always a good idea to ask what she really wants. So don't assume, you know, that she wants a certain thing, um, every time. And you, you just assume like, oh, like she's always liked her hair pulled or like, she's always blah, blah, blah. Um, she's, she's always, or she liked this before. So of course she'll like it again. Like always having like that language where you're communicating back and forth with like, with, with gauging her reaction. Like I said, like maybe she did always like her hair pulled, but then you notice like she doesn't give you the same reaction when you do it in, in showing that she likes it. So it's like, all right, maybe, maybe she doesn't like it. And then you ask her like, do you not like that anymore? You're not into that anymore. And, um, like you always liked your hair pulled. You don't, you don't like that anymore. You know, you could do it in like a, a flirty way. And then she'll let you know, like, no, I'm not really into that anymore. I actually like this more. Um, so it's having that open communication so that you're not just constantly assuming, you know, what she likes and you're actually, uh, you're actually paying attention to, to what she likes and needs from you just as she should do the same for you, you know? Um, so what I find, what I find a lot of guys do in coaching is when I, when I speak to guys is they will tell me, oh yeah, she definitely likes this. You know, like she's, she's totally into this. I'm like, oh, really? Like, how do you know? Like, she's, she has been for 10 years. Are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah, she told me. When did she tell you? When was the last time she told you she liked that? I mean, it was a while ago, but like, you know, she seems to go along with it. All right, when was the last time you asked her, though, about like, you know, specifically if she likes it? I don't know, probably 10 years ago. <laughs> so like, there, this lack of communication and assumption is an easy trap to fall into because you want to play it safe. You don't want to get rejected. So it's much easier for you to assume, hey, this worked 10 years ago. Hey, she loved this restaurant once. She'll love it again every time for the next like, 12 years of her life. Um, no, it's like, it's don't fall into the assumption trap just because you're fearing getting rejected. Be open to communication. Don't be afraid for her to be like, I don't like that anymore. You know, then you just gauge the reaction and say, okay, what do you like? Or, oh, interesting. Okay, do you like this? Okay, cool. Like, because as long as you're still having that verbal interaction, then and you're, you, you realize there's nothing scary about understanding why she doesn't like something or why she's into something else, and that doesn't make you a terrible guy, and it doesn't mean you, you're, you're less of a turn-on or less sexy. It just means she's changed, and you're communicating around the change. You know, that's all it is. Um, so you don't want to assume. And then going into another do is get to the dirty talk in verbalization. All right. So I think dirty talk is so underrated guys. Cause like if you learn how to use a specific tone, like I, I say that it's, uh, it's over, it's underrated because not enough, I don't think enough people talk about like the power it has to, to strengthen a relationship and especially a sexual one, because when you're dirty talking, it's a way to verbally communicate while doing it in a sexy way. So even if there's like something that's awkward for using the example of the assumption, you know, what, you don't like your hair pulled? You always fucking loved your hair pulled. Like, what, what's that about? Like, you don't like that anymore? You know, using a certain tone and kind of like teasing her while you're saying it and, and um, looking at her a certain way, the talk just amplifies the communication, you know? And, um, and since you have to verbally communicate anyway, because that's the best way to, to understand what she's looking for and what she likes, might as well do it in a sexy way, 
You know, dirty talk doesn't always have to be, I want to fuck you. Dirty talk can be at communicating and understanding a boundary or understanding what she wants in a way, in a tone that's sexually appealing, you know, while you, while you have the body language to go along with it, um, where it's looking at her up and down or like holding her close when you ask her or looking at her like deep in the eyes and like kind of smirking while you say it. Like there's, there's so much that you can play with. And then once you have the words to match, it's like, whoa, holy shit. You know, and I think a lot of guys forget to, um, to use this skill of dirty talk and like tonality for their advantage because you fear getting rejected and you don't want to look like an idiot. Like if you say something in a sexy, like using your sexy voice and then you're rejected, it's like, oh fuck, I should never do that again. Or like, that was embarrassing. No, it's not embarrassing. Like it's the sexual part of you. It's the sexy part of you. That's all it is, you know? And the more you use that and the more confident you are in that and the more you can communicate, like, having a sexual conversation about likes and dislikes um, in the moment or, like, especially in bed. Like, do you, do you like that? Like, there, it's different than, is, is it okay? Is it okay that I do this? Are you comfortable right now? Like, you know, like, one comes across robotic and one is like, yeah, you fucking like that. You know, it's, like, totally different, totally different uh, perception of it, Right. One is like, one is turning her on. One is like making her feel awkward about the situation. So of course there's a time and a place for dirty talk. Um, but you guys know your partner um, and you know when it's, when it's appropriate. But I would, I would challenge yourself to use it more. If not speaking actual dirty things, kind of test your tonality. Like what's your pitch? What is, what is your tone? What's the volume you use when you're saying something sexy versus when you're saying something that's just normal? You know, use it to your advantage because it could be so powerful. So that's, that's what I'm going to leave you with, guys, because I don't want to throw too much at you. I think that's also the end of the article. So <laughs> that's all I got right now because um, I just came across it. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. This will probably help them. So the do's and don'ts of foreplay, go back and listen to it again. I think you guys would benefit so much um, in your sex lives if you paid more attention to this, this whole uh, topic of foreplay in general. You know, how much are you engaging in foreplay now? Um, how much effort are you putting towards it? Cause that is probably, there's probably a high correlation with, between that and your sex life. And if you feel like this is a lot of work and you're like, Jesus, why am I like doing all this work for her? Like, what is she doing for me? It, men want foreplay too. You know, it's not to say that men need time to get in, in the zone. I mean, most men, when they explain it to me, they're like, they're ready to go. But I do have clients and I'm working with a couple right now. And, and the, the guy is telling me, you know, I want like at least some like emotional, you know, I want some like emotional connection before we just like go and do it, you know? So when it comes to that type of thing, it's like, that's emotional foreplay. And like, you know, you guys should, should have that too. So if you're not getting that, that's about having a conversation and, um, and being open to, to how your partner feels about it and seeing, seeing what, what, uh, reaction you get from them. Cause the only way you're going to solve these issues in your relationship or in your sex life is to, to communicate around them. Right. And if you feel, if you're always terrified of getting rejected, you're never going to communicate and then you will never solve the issue. So what are you doing to communicate? How often are you initiating foreplay? And uh, just start there. Start there. Good luck. Have fun. And I'll be here to support you along the way. So that's it for today. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.